it is episode 35 of it was all a stream i'm chris Sachs with my co-host and cousin neil carroll welcome everybody 35 episodes mike i remember when this was just in its infancy that's right that's right now it's a, look at us now it's a middle-aged podcast indeed not yet the age of baby yoda but we're, we're closing it not yet not yet so we have a fun pod for you guys today oh, we yeah. we did tease a little bit a mega rollin or trollin but i think we're actually going to save that for another podcast because we have a lot to talk about today uh we have army of the dead oh yeah that just came out uh, we've got a couple lists in relation to that film, and then we are going to be talking about our suggestions, Big Fish and Mortal Kombat. Um, let's start with Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's latest. So that was the, you introduced it perfectly, Zack Snyder's latest, because I didn't know if I was going to be in on this because I'm starting to pull away from Zack Snyder. Okay. How did you, how do you feel just with that statement, just with the, my Zack Snyder opinions, what are your thoughts here? I get why you'd feel that way about Zack Snyder. Definitely. Um, given, listen, oh, I would say, I don't know if there's a movie of Zack Snyder's like, again, not to knock him, that I like. You're like in love with, right? Exactly. I don't think I like. I don't like any of his DC stuff, including Watchmen. Uh, the 300 movies did nothing uh, for me. D- do nothing for me. Yeah. Um. I never saw his first zombie movie, which was the the Dawn of the Dead remake. Remake. Right. I'm a little interested in that because before watching this, I was kind of looking it up, seeing if it was anywhere. And I saw that James Gunn was the writer of that yes. movie. Yes. Which I think is interesting. Um, but Army of the Dead, I actually liked. So did I. I, I won't. Yeah. So we're not going to bury the lead. We both liked Army of the Dead. Yes. It's, it's interesting you bring up um, his other foray into the dead world. Um, this is a, this is kind of a marked skew off of that franchise. His, you know, he did a remake of the George Romero uh, dead series, Night of the Living right. Dead, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it wasn't bad. Uh, Vin Rames was in that one. It was pretty good. Uh, but essentially he was, it was a retelling of the story. It's like, um, and he doesn't fall victim or didn't fall victim to the Rob Zombie uh mistake which is you're remaking halloween so we know what we're going to get if you like halloween you should like this but he just went strange with it mm-hmm. you know snyder remade uh it was dawn dawn or day it was dawn, dawn of, the of the dead remade dawn of the dead and when i saw it i saw dawn of the dead i was like okay i know what i used to like they're giving me enough of what i like with some new stuff it didn't go the zombie route um and like you were saying before, like there are directors where I, that I, I hate a chunk of their catalog, but there are certain mm-hmm. movies I enjoy. Snyder is just like really okay, you know, with me. Yeah. Just really okay. 
This though, I'm a zombie purist and I don't enjoy a fast zombie. Yes. And there were a fair amount of fast zombies in this. I would say, because I know you've seen this movie because I know you like the actor. I would say this is a better fast zombie than was presented in I Am Legend. Yes. Would you agree? I So I would say from all the fast zombie movies that I've seen, which mm. off the top of my head, one would be I Am Legend. The other would be World War Z. Certainly. Um this is the the best iteration of that like this made sense to me where there yes. was levels of zombie there were like the supreme zombies that were fast moving and like right. they were like normal people maybe even a little bit past normal people and as far as their abilities physical abilities are then you have like regular zombies your regular run-of-the-mill zombies then you had kind of your just like comatose zombies (laughs) yeah that stayed out in the sun for too long like little things like that okay that little nuance got it that makes sense in this world that you've created i'm good with it i also like that they embrace the fact that a bitten animal will get this as well Oh, okay. Let, let's talk about the zombie tiger. Zombie tiger. Best part of the movie? I think so, especially because that one character, I want to get his name right. Uh, the guy I was going to have the most trepidation about, is it Theo Rossi? Uh, he's the, the, the cop, the, or the, not the cop. Oh, no, but like Garrett, the Garrett Dillahunt. Yes, the Garrett dude Dillahunt. who is sent there to yes. basically keep tabs on the, the crew. Yeah, Garrett Delahunt, like through the whole thing, ha- is so against this uh, this tiger zombie. He's like, "That's a blasphemy! Like that's just wrong." Yeah, has, I can't remember the specific line, but I, I like I thought to myself, "I want to write that down because that was a good line." It was basically that he was like, "This is just it's obscene." Yeah, like, that's obscene. So I love it. But I like that they embrace it because that's what would happen. Like disease jumps from animals to humans all the time. Uh, Something like this, I think, would absolutely uh, affect the animal kingdom. Oh, without a doubt. Was used well. Was used well. So I well, let's let's get into spoiler territory now. Sure. Okay. We're if you guys have not seen it, skip ahead. And we'll we'll be talking about some other movies um, and doing some some lists, but let's let's get like down into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Yes, all um, up in it. What? So, what were your impressions overall on? I guess the the story, what they the direction that they decided to go in with this movie. I think it's not altogether different than your traditional zombie story which is okay like they told you know when i saw the trailers and i think we talked about it on on this podcast i was like why not just do fallout new vegas mm-hmm. because that was like very famous uh um video game it was probably the most uh liked of the fallout for a good chunk of time you know they yep. this this new one they released really didn't hit it like they thought it would uh, but I like it. 
they're in Vegas. It's an interesting setting for a zombie movie. It's out of the traditional, we're going to hold up in a shopping mall. Out of the traditional, we're going to barricade our house to keep the zombies out. It's a new setting. I like it. Uh, but I find that it's, it's traditional in as much as it's about kind of getting a helicopter to escape. Basically, yeah. I mean, so I like that, like... Which is the central theme of several zombie movies. Of, of course. On. How do you yeah. escape, right? right. Figuring out where to escape or going to the place where you think there's a cure or whatever. Right. Like, stuff like that. Um, I liked the the original conceit where it's like they've successfully quarantined off all of Las Vegas, which like the the only issue I had with this movie is there were right. some like some of the movie logic did not like was not consistent. Okay, what is, what was your Which, biggest... like? We'll go. We'll go we'll kind of go over that. Right. But I'll just say like I like the idea of okay, you have this. The the town is quarantined. We're gonna send in a team. I love when there's like you gotta, We're gonna, gather uh, an elite a, group of gather a, up a team, yeah, and go in and you're robbing a place essentially, <laughs> right? But you're robbing zombies. Yes, which it's is essentially just, yeah. which is brilliant. It's it's brilliant to to do something like that. The <laughs> how that hadn't been thought of before is beyond me because that's a great idea. Yeah, I agree. I would go with that. Um. Okay. Move the some of the things that it, didn't make sense to me. Let's, what didn't make sense? I like the like you said. I like the concept of a zombie heist film. Yes. But go ahead. What what uh, also in as much as is there a city that you can quarantine? Vegas is essentially like one street. I guess like you could you out know? of all the cities I, that right, could right. happen to because it's in the middle of a desert. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's you not could where do they that. lost me. Also. But like, yeah. I don't know. They how, it, they they didn't lose me on it, but yeah, it you. doesn't add up complete. I know this is a ridiculous <laughs> movie and it's zombies, <laughs> yeah. but how you're able to just wall off all entire... of Las Vegas in whatever amount of time they had to do it, yeah, doesn't make that much sense to me. But whatever. It seemed like. Las Vegas had been that way for a couple years because Dave Batista is estranged from his daughter because he had to yes. kill the mother. And I think they allude to that. They hadn't spoken to each other in, in years, in years. And that whole him having to take the mom out, apparently. Yes. He, like he's answering for that throughout the film at different times with, without a doubt. Um, the the biggest thing that made no sense to me, uh -huh. which is like, I I guess like there's ways to talk yourself around it, but so there's this whole plot line where the king zombie, right? Yeah, king zombie and his queen, yes, are expecting a baby zombie, which again kind of a unique idea i'm all for unique idea you. here's right. my thing why is queen zombie yeah patrolling the streets i have the answer at risk uh, like why 
That doesn't make any sense to me. I this is I thought about this too. Here's another reason why I'm tolerant of this Snyder film. Um, to me, you have that whole scene where they shoot kind of the jerk in the leg, and then you go to you know that's their sacrifice so that they can walk through the thing, uh-huh. and she goes out and gets him, and then brings him back. Didn't that strike you, especially? when the king comes down the hallway and kind of reveals himself and he's this big giant yeah. and everything, didn't that strike you as a lioness hunting and bringing the food back to the lion? Cause the lions don't hunt. Right. Do the pregnant lions I, go listen, out and hunt. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not out there. I'm not, what's his name? Uh, the English guy who does all the animal planet things. whose name is escaping me. I'm not that guy. I don't know. I just know that the female lions hunt. David Attenborough. I'm not David Attenborough. Uh, okay. Richard Attenborough. One of the okay. Attenboroughs. I, it's, I'm not, that's, <laughs> I appreciate the creativity right? in your reasoning. Thank you, sir. I'm still not sold. I think that's oh, well. insane. With, nice. He's just going to be chilling in his castle, having his <laughs> yeah. pregnant, his baby mama out there, like at risk of her life all movie doesn't make sense to me have anyone else do that for you right have, have anybody else, else. <laughs> you yeah. have a whole group of like well, she wasn't these people alone. that these zombies that you're turning into like yeah. elite zombies or whatever and yeah. you can't just have that there's only the same two people out in the streets everyone else is like in your lounge the whole movie i, I just don't it doesn't that's the pride it doesn't make sense that's the, the lion's no. pride. No. Sorry. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm not you... buying it. That, that, I'm, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyways, I mean, listen, that was my only gripe with the movie. Uh, other, Well, eh. There's also the... So at the end, right. when the dude um, who has the chainsaw... Yes, his main weapon. It's like the buzzsaw thing, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which he doesn't, he doesn't ever use it. He uses it in a flashback, like in the beginning. He's using right. it in like the montage where they're introducing us to all the yes. characters yes, on yes, missions. Yes. But that's it. He doesn't ever use it again. Which I found interesting. Let's. Well, all right. I'll leave that to the end. Um, I agree with you. What I'll say is this. I think that was an interesting replacement for the chainsaw. Yes. Because yep. the chainsaw is a common anti-zombie. Without a doubt. No, so they, I like they, that. They, they, yeah, they elevated it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing is, so he gets the, the German uh, safe cracker, yes. locks him into this bank vault. Right. Which, like, he could have gone in there, too, with him. And they both could have been in there. How did he get out of the vault? Was Is there a way from the inside that you can open the vault? Which did not I, seem I'm to be, but I'm guessing on. maybe there would be. And mm-hmm. two, they dropped a nuclear bomb yeah. onto Las Vegas. It's, it's the... So, like, you, Go ahead. if you left the safe in the drop zone of a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. You left the safety of that safe. Yes. You would die. Correct. From 
radiation poisoning. So yes, you would almost immediately poisoning almost immediately. You know what this is? This is the, uh, this is the Indiana Jones crystal skull dilemma. It's I'm going to, they're going to drop a bomb and I'm going to lock myself in a lead lined refrigerator and survive it. Right. That? Yeah. Yeah. But and, that was a th- bad movie. <laughs> correct. Exactly. So I, I don't think the safe necessarily survives the blast, but let's go with the conceit that it does. Uh-huh. If you open the door and walk outside, you just melt. Like the it radiation would be too overtakes hot or there's the melt. fallout. There's yeah. it's, it's bad. It's bad. There's no way that that works the way it's projected. Without a doubt. But yeah, that, so basically that was the part that kind of, um, lost me. The other thing that lost me was, cause I got through the whole, I'm like, all right, I can accept these premises. I can ex- understand this, that, and the other thing. I have a few issues here or there, but I think there was more right with the film than there was wrong with it. But why not drop that bomb the day after you quarantine the city? Why are we waiting? Right. I don't know. So I don't but know. Before, before we leave this movie and head to our next thing, I, I would throw out this, and I think you'd agree. Good use of soundtrack, right? I think the mm-hmm. songs were spot on. Mm-hmm. I would say that he tried to make better use of the soundtrack in uh, the Justice League Redux, but didn't. Yeah. Um, he did okay with it in The Watchmen. I think the soundtrack was good for that movie. I'm not, I'm not as much a naysayer of the. Well, that's probably the film I think he was most creative in. Um, but I think a lot of his films you could cut out about 15 minutes and still be better. Yeah. And the yeah, final thing is the opening sequence. I was watching the opening sequence like, this is a this is the full length of the song. This is like a three minute opening title sequence with titles yeah and no words and action and like you know kind of graphic violence and nudity Mm -hmm. in the opening three minutes like really kind of set the tone for what you were going to see uh and i'll and talking about setting the tone like that's a a point that i'm going to make in the mortal Kombat when we talk about it I had a t- I had a tonal like oh. I was thrown off balance at one point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think like again overall, overall I think thumbs we, up. we definitely thumbs up. I personally think this is uh, Zack Snyder's best movie that he's done. I would love it. Okay. If he continued down this lane, this was the, the I think the biggest reason why I liked this is because. It, it didn't take itself too seriously. Whereas yes. every other work of Zack Snyder's does. It's overly takes itself serious. overly serious. So I really liked that. And you know what? I kind of liked at the end, there was really a, a feeling of, you know, you, you kind of got the connection of like Everything. Snyder's personal life with, his daughter the tragedy sure. that happens with his sure. daughter and everything sure. that dave De- dave batista's character is doing for his character's daughter in the movie and you could kind of see the parallels there and so i appreciated that as well yeah i'll go with that 
I like that notion. Well, we've got a uh, a couple lists, I believe. We certainly do, and I believe I know mine does. Does yours pertain to the zombie world? It may or may not. It may or may not. No, it does. It okay, does. I got very interesting with mine. But okay. Carrie, what 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 is yours, sir? Um. So mine is, mine is. I, I put together this list, but it's almost like. It's it's weird. So you're gonna have to follow along with me, and me, this is almost like we're we're gonna work this out together. Okay. Right. Let's so my list is essentially the top five places to go in a zombie apocalypse. I love it. So, and these aren't like, okay, you go here and stay there. My list is kind of like, there's an order to it. Okay. Like this so would like, be the best place. So like you probably go, it, like if you scrambled these places up, Mm-hmm. You would almost like go to each of these places in a particular order before you landed finally in the in one of the spots. Okay, if that makes sense. No, I think that makes sense. I think I can I can follow along here. Um. All right. Let's see. Let's see. So the so first there's place a, there's a zombie outbreak, right? A zombie outbreak. You have it's you and your family. You've you've you're heading the charge. You're leading us to safety where is the first place that you are taking your group so i've always felt this way but perhaps let me let me first ask this clarifying question are any of these places on your list mobile one is all right the first place i would attempt to get to is a boat okay so that's I have yacht. Yacht, I'll accept yacht. Which counts? Yes. Yes. Because you would want to be you'd want so to be able counts. to separate yourself from the mainland. Correct. Right. Correct. But I do think there might be a couple stops that you make along the way before you get to the boat. Okay. Like it might be, which is always dangerous, you might be splitting up mm. and having someone make sure they've got the boat in hand and no one else has taken it while you are going out and doing a couple of things. Well, we'd have to get supplies. Right. So there's, there's, so basically there's three places on this list where you need to get supplies from supply oriented places. Yes. Now I would think you'd need weapons. You'd need essentially camping gear and you'd need food. And if you have a Walmart in your neighborhood, (laughs) <laughs> depending on what part of the country you're in you can get all yes. three yes but is is walmart on your list it's not uh but i like, mean I, it could technically ge- generic, be right i kept it i kept it generic yeah. it could technically be <laughs> i would think a big superstore like that yes. though might be a very very popular destination for a lot of people to right. be going to and try to so raid. you would stay away from the supermarket and you'd go more local corner stores yeah Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we'll count that. Basically, like a grocery, a grocery, grocery store area. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I agree. So that's you on the to... list. You need right. you need food. Need you food. Need, you need stuff to sustain you. you. Need to get all the canned food you can. Right. And all that and and all the uh, <laughs> the hostess products. Definitely right. Definitely 
your hostess products. So we've got one, then we got yacht. So it's two. Now we're looking for three more. Yes. Now I, I, I would say a gun store. I didn't go gun store, but oh, wait, where did else you go could you think that you could a, get weapons? A gardening no, like store no, to pick up an axe? No, 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 no. no. Where else could no. you go to get weapons that's not a gun store, that's not a grocery store, <laughs> but would get the trick done? It's not mm. a store. It is not. But you would be able to find weapons here. Interesting. This is like... It's like a video game, almost. Where could you a go to bit. pick up the enchanted sword? Um, is it in every major city? Yes. Wow. It's in every in town, every, basically. Every town in America. Yep. You could go to this place. And you could get... I don't know how easily you'd be able to get them, but you could take oh. weapons from this place well you would have to stop by your local police precinct that, would that is correct yes, and i absolutely. don't know if that would be the first place people think to get weapons but there's got to be a ton of them in there a ton that's an interesting choice sir yes yes and hopefully there's still all the police there, are out and about trying to save everyone trying to you know no one is going to the be outbreak. there at that point if you can get there first yeah you could get whatever's left over well and then out. Get out of there. Even take a police car if you need. A police van, whatever it is, use the sirens and get the heck out of there. Get the heck out. I like it. I like it. I like it. So there's a, there's one more stop that I was thinking. It could be combined. Like maybe you get this all done at the grocery store, but there's one more stop. One more stop. On this list where it's like you might want to get some stuff just in case, uh, you know, you're 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 you gotta survive for a while so you never know what might come up what oh well then you would have to but here's the thing it's dangerous because there will be a lot of people there possibly a lot of dead or dying people that could turn into zombies Mm -hmm. your hospital yes or local medical arts so here's here's why i chose hospital over um over like drugstore talk to me one uh, basically i chose hospital over drugstore because this is going to sound bad but half of the people are impaired in some way already ah and so so if they turn into zombies Mm. they're like i would imagine the impairment would carry over to their zombification yes Okay. So, so I think yes. your chance of survival might be better. I like it. I like at it. At the hospital as opposed yes, to a drugstore. Hmm. Okay. Where's the last All place right. you're going? I thought that was number four. Wait. So we did yacht. So we did, we did four. We've we got a yacht. We've got the yeah. police station. We've got a uh, your grocery store, your local right. corner store. And oh, we've and got a hospital. hospital. That's Also four. the last place. There is essentially you've done all this. All right, so now You're it's either. Well, I'm on the yacht. Where are you going? I okay. Well, I have a thought. Okay. But did you choose a very specific place that people would know? I didn't choose a very specific place. I kept it general again. General. Yes. All right, because I would choose one of two places. For example, and it would depend on the coast I'm on. So I'm located okay. on the east coast. So yeah. I would be in my yacht, and I would be going to 
Ellis Island or Liberty Island, but essentially okay. an island. An island. That yes. was it, were I on the my West last Coast, bit of criteria. I'd go to Alcatraz if I was on the West Coast. Yes. Alcatraz. But yeah, that's so good. that's definitely an island. A jail Absolutely. even better because then you could fortify it too. Fortify. Yeah. And it's an empty jail. So Correct. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad place to be. Yes, an island. I, me personally, I'd be all about a tropical island. That would be well. That great. would be nice. Well, yeah. Get um, down and then you're just vacationing through the zombie apocalypse. Why not? <laughs> Waiting for everything to be um, high. So that was that is my list of of. See, there's a there's an order to it. It's not like oh, this is yes. number one best place, but it's like no, here's the sequence that you need to follow. Sequence of events. That, I like that, sir. Yeah, that's, I like that's your organization. That is the game plan if there is ever an outbreak. I would want you to be on my zombie survival team. Thank you. You're welcome. I, sir, went a little bit more traditional. Okay. Uh, I I wanted to go with five films. And these are the five films I think do the most for the zombie franchise. And I will uh, further specify by saying of the five... I have, and it's it's zombie, okay? Your top five zombie films. Yeah, now I'm going to eliminate, because I think you're going to want to say this because you know I enjoy it. I'm eliminating the Evil Dead franchise. Okay. Because they are essentially mystically uh, zombified. They're not traditional zombies. Correct. Is what you're saying. Exactly. So they're not like, oh, it's not like a uh, an outbreak. It's more a spell has been cast. Uh, correct, indeed. On everyone. Okay. Yes. So a traditional zombie outbreak. Traditional zombie outbreak. Um, some of them are a little bit different than others. Because I, like I said, I picked five films that do okay. something interesting for the world of zombies. Okay. So I am going to say... Um, the original Dawn of the Dead. Yes, that is my number two. Okay. The reason is, up to that point, you know, zombies were zombies, but Dawn of the Dead, which has some some light comedy elements to it, they're holed up in a shopping mall, and what they realize is the zombies are just like reliving their life that they remember being at malls or they remember shopping so you see all these zombies like standing in lines but they don't know why they're standing in lines or walking up to a counter but not don't know what to do after they get to the counter you know that that kind of thing it's like uh it's innate you know it's it's from their past life so i thought that did something interesting for the franchise also to your list they went to a mall because when that movie came out malls were on the rise and you could get everything everything at the mall at the yep. mall yep um okay i don't know if you'd have this but this is one that i like talk to me sean of the dead sean of the dead is number four okay yeah go because again to it does something for the zombie franchise oh yeah changes changes the game it does it spoofs it i don't think that Mm -hmm. just because it's a comedy or just because it's a spoof that means you have to exclude it from being positive for zombies i think that brought more people into liking the zombie world into 
trying out different zombie movies and it right. absolutely nailed all the tropes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, then I don't know if this is a zombie movie or not. I know it is um, fairly... I, I, I know it of name. I have not seen it. 28 Days Later. Yes. I don't have it on my list. Okay. It is a zombie film. It's considered a zombie film. That is really the touchstone of the fast zombie uh, world because they were all infected with, spoiler alert, one, two, three, rage. Like there was some disease, whatever it was, and it like just amplified rage. Mm. So all these zombies became like super fast psychos. Uh, It was interesting to watch. Uh, based in England, which is, you know, an unusual for a zombie film other than Shaun of the Dead. Uh, usually it's like some American city or some small town. But yeah, I didn't include it because, uh, again, it really has to be something special for me to agree to a fast zombie. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm trying, I'm kind of running out of stuff. Uh, I don't, uh, my zombie stuff, uh, would <laughs> another comedic, no, it wouldn't be on there because mm. you hate Jesse Eisenberg. So not Zombieland. Zombieland is not on it. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So there's another movie by the same director as one you named. Okay. There's one you'll never get. And then there's one based on a video game. And there's one based on a video game. Oh, so uh, Resident Evil? Yes. Okay. Here's why I'm in on that. So Resident Evil, as the uh, you know, in the first one, and as the franchise goes on, and as the video games go on, there's kind of these like uber zombies and experimented on zombies that are like giants and things like that and monsters and all that. Mm-hmm. But I liked this first movie because it showed uh, science gone wrong. This was literally a germ that was released almost on purpose. Got it. Okay. So the other Dawn of the Deads, uh, you know, that kind of thing, Shaun of the Dead, it's something's happened. We don't know what. It's just people are turning into zombies. What's the deal? Right, right, right. And there were some others that were like military experiments. But Resident Evil is like, this is a business. Mm -hmm. Business world released this because they thought, oh, we'll release it and then we'll sell the cure but it got out of hand before they could sell the cure. Got it. Um, I, yeah, I've never, you know, those are actually games that I've never, uh, that I've never played. I think you would mainly enjoy because it. I, they look scary. Well, yes, <laughs> they are scary, but you know what it is? It's like, you remember being at like point pleasant on the boardwalk and we were doing the Resident Evil like shooting. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. It mm-hmm. you didn't you'd like it. I think you'd like the story. Like if you like Fallout, you it's the same type of scare. Okay. Okay. I can appreciate that. Um let's do let's see. So I've gotten three of them. Three. There's two so left. Far. One you will never get. I'm going to have to give you and explain okay. my reasoning. And the other one. Like I said, you you've named a film in this franchise before. I'm surprised you went with that one first. Okay, so there's also 
Oh, did you have you mentioned it on this podcast? I wrote about it. So, so I said Dawn of the Dead, but I believe there's another yes that you just said called Day of the Dead. Well, Day is the third one. Oh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Okay, George Romero, his first zombie film, uh, black and white, considered really like one of the first zombie zombie films. There's one other movie from 1932 that I'm just going to give you in a second, but night of the living dead, they're trapped in a house. It's the sixties. It's black and white. The lead character is an African-American man. Okay. Okay. So not only is it the first like zombie movie, but you're also exploring race relations in a crisis at a time when it's like, we all need to be working together. You need to stop being a jerk so that we can survive this. There, uh, People don't show that movie the respect it deserves because there's a lot of layers to that film. And it's also not a jump scare. If you get the opportunity, you should watch that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, maybe one day I'll check it out. Maybe one day. We'll see. Um, so give me give me the last one because you said I'm not gonna get it. Yes. So uh, just I'll I'll forfeit on on the last one. I'm okay the, with it. The last one, and I put it on the list because I want to introduce it to the world, uh, reintroduce it. I wrote about it on Glue to the Screen, my website, when I was talking about zombie films. Mm-hmm. It's called White Zombie. Okay. Starring Bella Lugosi. Okay, mm-hmm. Dracula from 1932. And this is widely considered the first zombie film. But he is like the count of a tropical island. Okay. In, you know, in uh, the West Indies, like off, off of Florida, uh, in the Caribbean rather. So what you're getting is really the true nature of zombiehood, which is the voodoo zombie someone is being turned into a zombie zombified got uh, it and then mind controlled okay so that's like i that has to be on the list where the mount rushmore of zombie films just because up to that point you've got frankenstein you've got dracula you've got wolfman you've got the mummy but this is now the first time you add something to the pantheon so it deserves mentioning. Interesting. Okay. So your list again, give us the recap. One through so five. One through five. Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Dawn of the Dead. White Zombie. Shaun of the Dead. Resident Evil. Shaun of the Dead and Resident Evil. Yes, indeed. Cool. I like Thank it. You, sir. I like it. Always um, fun zombies. Oh, yeah. You can never really... It's tough to go wrong with zombies. Yes. You know, it's really tough to mess zombies up unless maybe you're, you know, making a zombie show and sticking, trying to make sure that it's like 20 seasons, then right. you could probably go wrong with it a little bit. A Indeed. La Walking Dead. Correct. Um, cool, man. Let's let's talk about the, the movies that we watched this what past you week. So I watched Big Fish. Hmm. And you watched Mortal Kombat. I did. Now, I, I left off with my list. Would you like to start us on your uh, 
your film, Big Fish? Yeah, let's talk Big Fish, directed by Tim Burton. Yes. Not as, like, dark and gothic as Tim Burton films usually are, but definitely still quirky in the same way that Tim Burton is. I would say this is basically, like, as I was watching it, I was thinking this is essentially Tim Burton's Forrest Gump. Yeah, I like that. I really like that analysis. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's his ver- yeah. it's basically his version of Forrest Gump because it's just a a southern gentleman, right, with accents, who Alabama accents or wherever wherever he's from, given uh, telling stories about his life. The only difference is like these are much more fictionalized than the stories from Forrest Gump, right? I Where it's a little really bit like more that. of a fantasy element in these stories compared to what the stories of Forrest Gump were these um, it's a movie just filled with vignettes of the, this, this one person's life. Um, He has a strained relationship with his son later in life because of, you know, all the stories that he's told his son just wants to hear something, how something actually happened. He feels like he's just being told lies. So they have a strained relationship Um, and it's very nice at the end, you know, spoiler alert, they come together and the son makes up a story with the father about how he's going to pass and, and all that. So that was nice. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was a, you know, a a feel good, heartfelt, um, family movie. Oh, well, I'm glad, sir. It's about time. Yeah, well, uh, you finally, you know, you finally suggested something good. So that was uh, that was nice. You? That was a nice you? change of pace. Um, no, I thought it was very well Monster. done. I, um, I always I, I struggle a little bit with the um, the the accents. Yeah, fair enough. Especially because like, with Ewan like, McGregor's English. Yeah, again, like this is another one where like Ewan McGregor, he's very clearly doing an accent. Right. You know what I mean? It's not very. It doesn't. It's not natural to him, which is fine because he's from you know England, but it's yeah. apparent that it's not natural to him. Um, but I th- otherwise, I think he does a great job. Um, and I concur. I mean. Uh, Anytime you, uh, you get an appearance from Danny DeVito is great. Yeah. Like do a, you know, so Danny DeVito, Ewan McGregor, I think interesting. So picks. you get a, you get a lot of people. So you get, a lot obviously of you Albert have Finney. Ewan McGregor, you have Albert Finney, you have B- Billy Crudup who's playing Albert Finney's son, right. right? Ewan McGregor is a younger version of Albert Finney. You have Jessica Lang, who's Albert Finney's wife. Right. Um, Helena Bonham Carter plays a kind of a couple different roles in this. Uh, yes, um, and one of them is perfect for her because she's a little odd in general. Oh yeah, but it's like the oh, yeah. mystic witch of the. And it's not really movies. a Tim Burton movie if it doesn't have correct. If it doesn't have Helena Bonham Carter, these are facts. Um, a young Marion cotillard cotillard yes um, i was gonna bring that up yep she is in this does a very good job and us in a surprise i did not realize he was in this steve buscemi steve buscemi and wasn't yep. his character like odd and buscemi-esque very very buscemi 
Bashemi. Yes. Very Bashemi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, like, it's it's a weird movie. Like, there's weird yeah. stuff. Like, the stories that the the Billy Crudup's father is that Albert Finney is telling right. are out there. They're out there, but also what I liked about it, and I, tell me if you agree, it's that, like, a we all wish our lives were a That's little fantastical. Exactly. Yeah. And if you were going to tell the story of your life, you could like you, you could turn it into a fairy tale with just a few embellishments. Without a doubt. You, you absolutely know, could. Like the singing sisters. He makes them Siamese twins. It's a small jump, but it's an interesting twist. Yeah, it's like little things you know? where yeah. like you can see why he um, the you know why billy crudup's character was getting a little frustrated because yes. he's like just tell me one like you don't one need to add thing. these little flares right or whatever that you're adding but you know i think um overall overall enjoyed the movie uh yeah. tim burton did a good job i don't I, i'm curious because this was a oscar nomination i know which Yes, you don't think so. You don't think it's. I don't know if it's a if it's an Oscar. Having seen it now, movie. No, interesting, interesting. I don't know if it's an Oscar movie for me personally, but you know, because it tugs on the heartstrings of the Academy. Okay. You know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we know how we know how you feel about that. About (laughs) heartstrings. Gosh. But yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. All right, excellent. so tell me, let's let's talk about Mortal Kombat. Let's give the Mortal people what they want. Combat. The people want to know about Mortal Kombat. They've been they sitting on it for a couple <laughs> weeks now, wondering what our thoughts are on this movie. Um, and I want to share thoughts with you, but I want to hear your thoughts too. Uh, I so I go back to the original. I have seen, you know, I watched it when, not when it came out, but shortly thereafter because it, okay. it came out in '95. So I saw it late nineties, early two thousands. I was a fan of Adam Lambert who played the Highlander. So anybody that's like, who's that actor? He was the Highlander from the Highlander movies. He played Lord Raiden in the original. Uh, In this film, I think my number one critique is at an hour and 50 minutes, I would have cut out uh, 10 minutes definitely five from the opening i thought the opening moved really slow but once we got into it i thought this was a great film i thought it was excellent uh absolutely action-packed hits the beats you need to hit has emotion um all the characters we wanted to see we see them with effects better than uh what we're used to Mm -hmm. it wasn't too cheesy the only one that was like kind of cheesy but I, I, there's no way for it not to be is like the four-armed uh, yeah. guy. Yep. Not the best CGI name me. Right. when it comes to him, but yes. That was like my only about. problem. Yeah. Otherwise, I think the CGI was perfect. I think the, de- you know, the fatalities were excellent. Oh, yeah. They, they leaned into the, the like, finish him. and uh, yeah, sp- But they never said it. They never said which it. disappointed me. Agreed. But they had moments where they said other things. Yes. Uh, like flawless kill or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm all for it. Um, my critique 
my next so let's let's give some some uh shout outs uh okay lewis tan who plays cole young excellent jessica mc mcnamee who's sonia does it perfectly okay she, she performs that perfectly um i'm going to get the name wrong but tad tadanabu asano who played lord raiden mm-hmm. tremendous yep. tremendous tremendous uh perfect for that character and something you could do in 2021 but you couldn't do in 1995 is you know his eyes are supposed to glow yes so i liked that we got that we accomplished that yep uh shang Tsung, who was the the villain played by uh shin han we, mm-hmm. re- we remember him from the dark knight he was lao the yes. uh, you know the Asian businessman who is essentially the villain that is working with the Joker, um, mm-hmm. he was in Contagion, various other things. What I noticed about him was like he seemed to really get older. Like he looked like such a young guy in two thousand eight. Yeah, Batman. he's aged a little bit. He's aged a little bit. He's aged a little bit. But they all perform perfectly. Uh, they did an excellent job of explaining Outworld or Outland uh, and the Void these kind of uh, realms uh, or um, parallel universes. Excellent job. Um, but I think the absolute star, and here's what I was leading to, is okay. Josh Lawson. Kano. Okay. Kano. Kano. Yes. He seems to be the, oh. the, the, the favorite amongst yes. viewers of this, this movie. He is the one that I think is yeah definitely the favorite probably this will be his like breakout role he's been in stuff but like i don't remember him in anything right off the top of my head other than seeing him in this i'm like who is that guy and i went over his you know his imdb he was an anchorman too briefly i hope we see more of him because it was tremendous but and tell me if it was just me I went into this not realizing Mortal Kombat was rated R. What? I know. I which after after thinking about it, I'm like, how could it not be? Right. The violence and the everything else, and they got yeah. they got trashed for like as much violence as they had. And quite frankly, I didn't think it was overly ridiculous. Um, I thought it was appropriate given that it was a Mortal Kombat movie. It's Mortal Kombat. I thought it was totally appropriate. Yeah. What what I didn't realize, because now I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, it's Mortal Kombat. They're going to want a mass audience. They're going to want to appeal to a lot of people. And then Josh shows up and starts cursing every eight seconds yep. of the film. And yep. like I was laughing. I was like, oh, my goodness. And this is what an interesting character. But then I was like, are kids watching this? No. And I realized... I'm so happy that they made a Mortal Kombat for adult viewers. Yeah. Because they leaned into it. They were like, we're, it's called Mortal Kombat. It's violent. It's fight to the death. We're leaning into it. So yep. I was all for it. I really liked it. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it too. I, um, I thought it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I mean, you have moments where a, a guy surfs on someone and that slices them in half with their razor hat that was which was the best, the best kill, kill of the whole yeah thing that's where um, it says flawless kill that was the one yes 
Um, I think there, there, it, this was not a perfect movie. No, which, but it's fine. Like if you know what you're getting going into it, like you're going to enjoy yourself. And that's the whole point of it. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the created character of Cole Young. Yeah. You know, I, he's, he was very bland to me. Yeah. His, his, his power was kind of lame. Get it. Kind of lame. Um, everything else, everyone else was awesome. I was also like a little disappointed that we didn't actually get a tournament. Well, we uh, don't actually get the tournament. We get the people who are trying to cheat and kill everyone off before the tournament starts. Right. Um, so, which is very obvious that the next movie I would imagine will be the tournament. Um, I think that I mean I loved Sub Zero and Scorpion. Absolutely. They were both amazing. Everything I that they did Scorpion with Sub Zero, be... I thought was great. Yeah, he should have been the lead. I wish Scorpion could have been the lead as well. Yeah. Uh, that I I wish that was the way that they figured it out, but it's fine. Um, and then we're also we know we're getting um, Johnny Cage right in the next film. Which I'm all for. My question to you Mm -hmm. is who would you like to see play Johnny Cage? Well, here's, here was my only other thing that I didn't like about this movie. Okay. Uh, maybe i missed it or like you know not remember i'm misremembering but i was a little upset because i think whenever you do a remake or a reinvention or when enough time has passed that you just make the like a movie and it doesn't necessarily have to be a remake but it's just like a new Mm -hmm. one uh that you don't bring anybody back like i thought it was a mistake not to bring back christopher lambert uh okay you know, I thought it was a mistake not to bring back people from the original. So, like, I don't know that I'd cast any of the original members as uh, Johnny Cage, mm-hmm. but I would like to see if there's going to be a Mortal Kombat 2. I would like to see somebody come back because why not? Like, why would you not do that? Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. You know, um, I, there's like a wokeness factor where, you know, some of the casting from the original wasn't what it ought to have been, which is fine. But but cast those guys as something else. It's like a shop clerk or something that they walk in. It's like, oh, look, that's what's his name. And then they bomb oh, to out. Give like a, yeah. give a like a little like cameo a to the original. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can appreciate that. Um, I. Yeah, I have no, I, I take no issue with something like that. I think that's great. But as far as like recasting, I also have no problem with it because yeah, it's no a new, problems. it's a new franchise, but, or it's a rebooted franchise. So you're going to have new people playing them. Otherwise true. it's just going to be like a little confusing. I um, have a, I have an interesting Johnny uh, Cage pick. Okay. All right. Just because of the nature of the character, it's a Hollywood character, yep. a little full of himself. This guy would have to bulk up a little bit. Yeah. But how about Joel McHale? Very interesting. Yeah. He well, could Joel potentially McHale. do it. 
Like if you're going to stick with, because there's really no like a listers in this movie and there right. hasn't been an a lister across any iteration of mortal Kombat. Not really. Um, yeah. He could definitely do, do the one liners and everything. Yes. Very similar to Johnny cage. Um, I wonder if he would be a little too corny for something like that. It's like possible. I, the person I have in mind is an A-lister, but I don't think would probably, I don't think he'd do it. Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, that's interesting. So he would definitely be, because the wisecrackiness of it. Oh yeah. That would, it would be elite wisecracking. He could, you know, bulk up fast. But you don't want someone overly like like I wouldn't But then it's like, do you want someone that like right. at of that yeah. caliber? Yeah. Or that caliber. No, In, you know what? You know that's an interesting that's interesting. I think it changes the dynamic that they went for. Yes. Yep. Uh, you know, so I like that. I like that pick. I think a McHale like you said, not an A-lister. Um, also, I I would steer away from the impulse to cast a, and this is not a negative on him, but to cast like a John Cena. Or I know, like the somewhat. The, there's a wrestler who's trying to get it, yeah, and he's just like um, the Miz oh, has okay. been openly campaigning to play him, and I really hope they don't do that because yeah like do something else much yeah go a different way i agree i agree that's that's my opinion on the whole thing my opinion on the whole thing all right well i'm glad i'm glad you liked mortal Kombat. we had that it was good we got a chance to talk about two movies that came out recently um that i think were were worth talking about so that was 100 percent that was good. Let's now go on to our suggestions for each other for the week. Yes, sir. Now, here are my here's my question for you. We are going to so starting next week is next week Loki. So next week is not Loki. Um, next week we will be doing a preview. Okay for loki right okay so loki is going to come out let's see let me look at the old calendar so calendar next week we have um it will be the well it'll be memorial day on on monday and then the following Wednesday is Loki. The following Wednesday. So, okay. so actually, so next week will not be our preview. Our preview will probably, we'll, we'll do right before Loki comes out. So next week is when we are going to do our mega rolling or trolling. Mega. It's officially going to be happening. Mega rolling or trolling next week. I know okay. we promised it for this week, but we are going to do it next week, a, a mega rolling or trolling. And then the week following will be our Loki preview. 
And then we're we're off and running with Loki, man. I'm all for it. And that's it. I'm all for it. All right. Well, so here's my here's here's the reason I ask. Because my suggestions could take the form of one of two things. Okay. Okay. Uh, it can either be a mythological tale, okay, mm-hmm. leading to you know the Lokiness that we're going to deal with, mm-hmm. or we can wait on that, and I could we could do a uh, an America thon like a war film perhaps uh for a memorial day Hmm. what do you what are your thoughts very interesting i am going to Mm -hmm. i could do i could do a, a a war film for memorial day why not a war americathon yeah okay all right what do celebrate america next week oh certainly what do you have for me, sir? Did you have something picked out? So I think that given we are going to be, you know, in a couple of weeks diving and adding another television show to your list Certainly. with Loki, I'm thinking about sneaking in a TV show for really? you this week. We have, we have done movies. I've suggested movies for a couple of weeks in a row now. Yes. And I think it's time to suggest a TV show. I know, listen, I, I am successful with the, the movies for the most part, uh, my suggestions for you with movies, but I feel like my specialty with you for whatever reason is yeah. suggesting, suggesting television shows. You tend you. to do well suggesting television shows to me. This is true. So there have been very few misses. This show that I'm going to suggest to you, and I don't know if you've watched any of it, if you've heard of it, or anything like that. Right. Is a superhero show. Oh, I enjoy a superhero movie. For sure. It is on Amazon Prime. I have Amazon Prime. It's an animated show. I've been known to watch a cartoon or two. And it hails from a comic book written by Robert Kirkman of Walking Dead acclaim. Interesting. The show is called Invincible. Okay, I've heard of this. Okay. You are going to really like this show. Okay. Um. The only thing I will say about it, so this is the this is a it's not a typical animated show because these are not like half hour episodes. These are like forty five minute episodes. Like they oh. treat it almost like a drama, even though there's funny things happening in it okay. and stuff like that. They, and then there's serious stuff. Um, the first episode, stick with it. Okay. Through full episode because the, the first episode is going to be slow got it by the end of it you're going to go to the next episode because you're going to have to see like what, what did happens? i just watch why did that just happen okay um, all right that's an interesting sell that's an interesting take i can support that very good a lot of people in it uh steven yeah, yeah. yoon from mm-hmm. 
from Walking Dead, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the the title character, Invincible. Um, J.K. Simmons, he's yeah, the voice of the of Invincible's father, Omni Man. Um, there's a a lot a lot of people in this in this show that are lending their voices. Um, I, nice. I think you're really gonna dig it. All right, I'm in. I'm down. I support that. Um, okay. Here are here's my suggestion for you. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this. But I'm very happy with this suggestion. So I All want, right. like, I want you to not have seen it. Okay. I think it's very good. Um, and I know you've enjoyed another film. This gentleman wasn't in it, but I, but directed it, Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. And that was about the Korean War. Yes. And this is this gentleman's opus on the Vietnam War. Okay. We were soldiers. I have not All seen right. We Were Soldiers. We were so so now I remember watching this actually in a classroom in high school uh when learning about the Vietnam War. It is a tremendous film. Some licenses taken with the age of the people involved, so that you know certain actors could play them, but obviously most of the real life people were very young because that was the nature of Vietnam. They were, they were um, drafting, you know, 18 year olds and, and up, but just like the longest day, you know, they, they aged up the main characters of the real people so that John Wayne could play them or Robert Mitchum and so on. Yep. But um, Mel Gibson does not direct, but stars as yep. Colonel Hal Moore, who did lead uh, this group into many a battle, but this is particularly um, about one um, excursion, or I don't don't know how you'd want to phrase it. I don't want to insult any veterans by getting the phrasing wrong, but it's essentially about this, this one aspect, this one battle. What I like about this film is it demonstrates, it shows the training leading up to deployment. Okay. And kind of becoming a band of brothers. And here are the people that are in it. So you know that they do such a great job of actually, you know, acting the part, acting the part of soldiers and uh, acting the part of people that you can connect with and have a feeling about while watching it. One, Mel Gibson, regardless of what you think about him, tremendous actor. Two, Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. You would not think about Greg Kinnear in a very serious war picture. Right. But he's tremendous because he's like, he show he reminds you regular people are in battle too, like are in war too. Sam Elliott, who you'll recognize instantly. Of he's that, the cowboy figure. Yeah. Um, Kerry Russell, Madeline Stowe playing, you know, war wives at the time. But then you get Barry Pepper. You familiar with Barry Pepper? He was in 61. He played Bobby Kennedy and the Kennedys. Um, You'll recognize Barry him when you see Pepper. him. I'm looking him up now. Oh, and, oh, he's the yeah. uh, he's the sniper in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And finally, a very young and not yet famous John Hamm and Clark Gregg, Agent oh, Coulson. Oh, interesting. Yes. Excellent film. 
excellent portrayal of Vietnam. It is gritty. It is uh, uh, violent, obviously, but it depicts that violence in a real fashion. So you're, you know, you're going to see yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Oh, I like it, man. I, I, this may have been something that I've seen a long time ago. You may remember clips so long ago that I remember nothing about it. So I might as well be seeing it for the first time. Dive in. Um, so I'm ready for it. All right. I am going to watch, uh, we were soldiers and you are going to watch, um, invincible invincible where coincidentally is we are soldiers playing i'm sorry it is playing on amazon prime oh there you go perfect perfect okay so we are going to watch those films again next week is our big mega rollin or trollin mega probably gonna be doing some some uh stream it skip it add it to the watch list as well because i think a bunch of trailers have dropped i know the uh new eternals trailer dropped today so we will be incorporating that as well as and discussing our suggestions and suggesting new stuff if you are enjoying what you're hearing please subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast we are on all of the big podcast networks and platforms um and we are also on neil's awesome awesome website oh yeah glued to the screen.com that's glued the number two the screen.com and please wherever it is that you are listening if you would rate and review that would be much appreciated as well with that being said neil what do you got to say to the people stream on everybody 